everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 196 tonight. And tonight's topic is Big Sky. This is season three, episode six, titled The Bag and the Box. The description reads, Cassie closes in on the Barnes family. So we're about to get into it. We're about to break it down. We're about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week. And I do have a sleeper for you guys. As always, you can find me on social media. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any special requests or recaps or just want to say what's up. That's cool too. Um, I do recap all TV shows that you might have that you want to request, docuseries, movies, music albums. All you got to do is hit me up. If you have anything that you would like for me to shout out, it could be a business or a brand. Hit me up. Let me know. I love to show support to people who support me. So all you got to do is hit me up. Either one of those platforms. It could be Facebook. It could be Instagram or it could be email. And you can always find my music playlist exclusively on Spotify under Shanice Loves. And you type that in. You click on the little picture profile. It take you to all of my music playlist that I have created. I have every genre. Your girl got some long, you know what I'm saying, music range ears. So you will enjoy the music playlist I have put together. Um, so yeah, that's how you can get in touch with me. But we about to get into Big Sky and break this down. So let's talk Big Sky. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So I really enjoyed this episode. I was like, okay. And now we're starting to get somewhere. Now we're starting to make a little bit more sense. So it opens... And we're seeing our new case of the week. We see the home invasion homicide where, you know, the wife wakes up due to her hearing a noise coming from downstairs. She wakes her husband up to check the noise. He goes downstairs. And when he goes down there, it looks like whoever it was stolen the car and hit him in the head with the iron rod. So when she goes down to the garage, she sees her husband, you know, bleeding out from getting hit in the head. So we get the opening scene, you know, the big sky. And then, it, you know, the show opens as it proceeds. So we get into the next scene. And we see we got our main three. We got Cassie, we got Jenny, and we got Bo. They out in the woods catching Bo up on um, when Cassie seeing Walt driving a car and how he gave her the creep. She goes on to tell him and they end up getting the VIN number off of the engine, trying to find out who the car is registered to. So it cuts to the next scene. And then we see Paige working her magic on Walt, who looks like he is out of his damn mind. <laughs> but child, she got him wrapped around her little finger. 
after he yells at her, she kind of, you know, calms him down and she sends his crazy ass back out to the woods to look for her bag. And we know Sonny buried it. So we see Paige is working her little magic and got Walt wrapped around her little finger. But we're going to talk about Walt a little a little more later on down because now we're starting to figure out a little bit more about Walt. So he might not be as bad as we originally thought, but he still will get there. We'll, 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 we're going to take our time. <laughs> so we go into the next scene. And we go to the crime scene and the victim was uh, Victor Mendoza. Now he got hit in the head with the tire tire iron. And it seems to be all about the classic Trans Am at this point in the show. At this point, we didn't know what it was connected to, but it seems to be leading to the Trans Am. So Cassie goes to the sunny day. And her and Cormite, you know, they flirt for about five to ten minutes. And then she asks Buck about the family suburban. Now, of course, Buck and Sonny give her the runaround and she's looking like, okay, they're acting weird. <laughs> so it goes into the next scene and Jenny and Bo locate the stolen car. While one of the cops try to get his Mac on with Jenny, but she plays him off, of course, because she's not dating any cops anymore. Can you blame the poor gal? I mean, you know, rest in peace to poor... Ryan Felipe, who played her handsome husband Cody for one episode, and he died. And well, he was he was a PI, he wasn't a cop. But then Travis, he was a cop, and look what went there. Can you blame her for not wanting to date more cops? I can't blame her. But anywho, she plays dude off, and <clears throat> we see the car thief ditch the car after ripping through the trunk. So it cuts to the next scene, and we see Avery. Carla and Emily they talk even more about Luke and they talk about Avery sneaking through their tent so Carla is like why were you sneaking through their tent and he goes on to give some excuse I don't trust Avery Avery just seems like he's hiding something he might know more about the money Paige and Luke are into I mean he let us know with the prior episode that he knows what Luke is doing, but something is still up with Avery. He knew more be even before Paige went missing all the way. So we get into the next scene. And Tanya and Duno, they take Luke out searching where Paige went missing at. These two is just too much, by the way. <laughs> Duno and Tanya get on my damn nerves. But they got Luke freaking out and they looking for Paige and Duno was being Duno. So in the next scene, we go back to the station. And we see there was a 1979 Pontiac Trans Am stolen. Only three are still out in existence. And there's one more. And the one that is out that was just stolen was belonged to a uh, a guy who was just released from prison so he was the previous owner of the car so now you know of course the sheriffs go looking because they're like okay another trans Am was stolen the exact same model and year this is a classic car it's only three the prior owner just got out of prison of one of them something just ain't right so you know of course they split up miss jenny 
she goes to knock on Mr. Prescott's door and Bo goes to the homeowner's door of the Trans Am. Now, Bo questions him and Jenny and Popperneck questions Mr. Prescott. And this was interesting. The guy who we thought was the owner was actually the thief. <laughs> and he had the real owner back there tied up in the back. Of course, Bo goes out for a little chase and a ride, literally a ride <laughs> off the hood. And, you know, he ends up calling Jenny with the 411 while she's over there interrogating Mr. Prescott, who just wants to, you know, he did his time and he just wants to relax in peace. So we think, so we think, so we think. So after that, um, it cuts to the next scene. And after Bo is, you know, threw off the damn car but he does get that gps tracker on there though so denise and cassie they talk and cassie tells her she thinks buck is not being honest she like something's not right so you know of course they work into trying to figure figure out what's going on and look into it further and of course the missing case of the 20 year old old case of the girl who was murdered um, it keeps being brought up like something is not right. That was by dead man's drop. So they're trying to figure it out. But we kind of figured out what happened towards the end of this episode with that girl. So we go to the next scene. Child. <laughs> as soon as I seen this scene, I, I knew I had a feeling this was going to come. <sighs> Do know and walk come face to face. As soon as I see, seen them look at each other, I said to myself, this is about to be one interesting scene. I had to pause the damn TV screen and say, okay, what well, what we about to see with these two crazy? <laughs> but anyway, do no questions. Walk in a do no way. You live out in the woods. I once lived out in the woods. Are you telling the truth? Did you see a girl? I mean, he gets to asking 21 questions. They go neck to neck, fill each other out. I didn't know who was going to pull out the knife first. But, you know, they drew back. But Duno can sense something is off. What might have Paige? Duno was being Duno. What stood his ground? It was very interesting. So we go into the next scene. Bo and Jenny use the GPS tracker. He's stuck on the Trans Am. And they find dude already dead in the driver's seat in a parking garage. So we see Sonny and Buck still keeping Cormite in the dark about everything, you know, everything. He doesn't even know about what. He doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. And, you know... They play it off innocently about the truck. So Cormite is just in the dark. He's just as in the dark as in Cassie, but he seems like he's starting to get quite skeptical of his mother, especially. But, you know, he's like, okay, something ain't right. So we end up finding out the car thief's name was Cecil, and it looks like he might have had spent the, um, some time in a joint with good old Prescott, who was acting like he just did his time and wanted to sit back and enjoy retirement as an old man. <laughs> so we see Mr. Prescott wasn't as innocent as he was sitting there pretending to be. So Jenny and Bo, they head back to him. 
And, you know, when they walk in, they see him sitting in there. He got his little box from the trunk. He got his gun out looking hella guilty. <laughs> we end up finding out it was all about the damn Mickey Man's rookie baseball card worth millions of dollars. So back to the pen, old man Prescott goes. But at least he got to look at that card one day time <laughs> but the way he was looking when well, you know when jenny first went to question him he just looked so innocent like i did my time i paid my debt to society i just want to live here in this little apartment hotel but we seen prescott wasn't as innocent he killed cecil and you know just to get his car innocent people were attacked and murdered so yes prescott uh back to jail you go sir so we get into the next scene. And that was the case for the week. So I'm loving on how the, the how the season is changing up a bit. And remember with season one and two, it was all about Ronald and uh, what's the other dude's name? I can't think of his name right now. Well, Riff Lagarski. But you see, now I'm loving it because it's like every week, Bo and Jenny, they have their own case. And then Cassie is working the main case, but it's all connecting in certain ways. So I, I'm loving on how they how they doing the season three, you know. Um, and this was a really good episode. So after that, Paige ends up telling Walt everything about her and Luke stealing the money. And she opens up after he tells her that Duno crazy ass was asking questions. So she automatically knows, okay, they found her. But he declares that he will take care of her. And then we get answers. It starts to make a little more sense when Denise talks about the girl that went missing 20 years ago and was brutally murdered. He tells her a story from 20 years ago about a girl named Meredith. So we start to get answers about the cold case from 20 years ago. Now, he goes on to tell her that she was a really good friend of his. He cared about her. And he goes on to declare how he will protect Paige. Now, Paige is still fiddling him and, and, you know, trying to get to that bag and hiding out. But, you know, we see what might not be as bad as we thought. Now, he, he did admit to killing his adoptive parents, like Buck said. But he said that they killed Meredith brutally. So, I can't wait to find out more. But, you know what? He might not be as bad as it seems. But he declares he will protect Paige. So now we're starting to figure out what happened to the girl from 20 years ago. Now, in the next scene, Duno catches Tanya and Luke up to speed about seeing Walt in the woods and letting them know it is a man that lives in the woods and he might have Paige. So we go into the last final scene. Well, last two final scenes. Mary is out jogging. She finds Paige's bag while jogging by herself, which I don't know why she was doing that anyway. When Paige is missing, is a biker that's been killed. You, you know, why are you out jogging by yourself, ma'am? So she goes to sell Sunny out of all people who says she'll look into it. It cuts to the bar scene and we see Cassie. Well, it, um, she did a sketch of what? So she shows Jenny and a bow, they catch up, and Ian walks Carm Cormite 
So she goes over there and they get their little flirtation on. He asks her about how she's been asking questions about his parents. And, you know, Jenny and Bo do what Jenny and Bo do. They, you know, do their little side talks. And then we go back to the trails. Damn, Mary. Too smart for your own good. As her and Sonny is walking, she gets to putting pieces together. <laughs> She's like, hold on, Sonny. I didn't say it was this way. <laughs> Sonny tries to play it off. Oh, well, I just assume. <laughs> hold on, Sonny. You said Paige called you, but Sonny couldn't even play it off no more. Sonny couldn't even play it off no more. Mary was just too smart for her own good. Buck creeped up on her. And all she could say is help. And before you knew it, Buck was sticking her in the back. Damn, Mary. Well, <laughs> this was a really good episode. This is really, really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, It's just getting better and better. So we're going to keep doing our recaps each week. I'm about to play the trailer for next week. And then I have a sleeper for you guys. So don't go anywhere. And I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. Okay, so the next episode is titled Come Get Me. <laughs> Here's the trailer. We gotta think fast, or this whole situation gonna go straight to hell. She didn't tell me the truth. We found him. Paige is gone. Gone is in dead. All right, so that trailer looks pretty spooky. I don't know what, what's going to happen because now it looks like somebody is putting signs that they might have did the murder from 20 years ago and it doesn't look like what. So we're going to see. It's getting interesting and interesting and interesting. I am loving Reba playing with her boyfriend. Um, they have great chemistry <laughs> together. Um and, and, and Reba's, she's acting her ass off. She's playing the hell out of a villain character. Um, I'm loving the team with Jenny and Bo. So we're just going to get closer and closer. It looks like Luke's going to uh, run off from Tanya and Duno as he should. And <clears throat> Walt's probably going to continue to protect Paige. So I can't wait for next week. I do have a sleeper for you guys in my um, <clears throat> Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. Um, I just have to pull it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this brief recap. I have some major things coming up in November. So stay tuned for that. And this one is called Dead Man's Arms.
Bishop Briggs. I hope you guys enjoyed that sleeper. We're about to get into the weekend. I hope you guys have a safe and beautiful weekend and protect your energy at all costs. I will be back on next week for my recap of Big Sky for season, um, season three, episode seven. I can't wait. I really enjoyed this. Don't forget if you guys have any recap requests, make sure you guys hit me up and I will get that recap out for you within a week. Thank you for your support. I love my dope podcast family. Don't let nobody tell y'all y'all ain't dope. I love y'all so much. And I hope you guys have a beautiful and safe weekend. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Help you enjoy the show with your girl Shanice.